Yeah. What's up? Y'all like Happy that? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, not years. Happy New Year's. <laughs> How's your years going? <laughs> then when you get older, it's years. How how them years going? How them years, years going? Years of your life. Happy exactly. New Year, everyone. Ha- everyone. I hope everybody had a great New Year's yes. Eve, a great New Year's Day. Everybody got out and did their resolution. Is that what they call it? Resolution, resolution run. run. Didn't you go volunteer? Mm-hmm. I did not. Okay. I volunteered in that bed. <laughs> you volunteered somewhere. I just recently saw you. Didn't you volunteer somewhere? You sure you didn't volunteer for the resolution? The last time I volunteered was at the 10 miler. Maybe that's what I saw. Test is 10 miles. Okay, maybe that's what I was, maybe that I'm thinking of. Could have sworn I saw you do something uh, early this month. But anyway. That was, that was earlier this month. That was a couple weeks ago. This, this is January. That was last month. Last month, yes. Okay. It's a new year too. It's I haven't seen you since New Year, since, since last year. Since last year. Girl, it's been what a you been long doing? time, Tommy. <laughs> You're so silly. What I've been doing? Sorry, let's do our little run duo thing. Oh, hey. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> If you've never listened to the show before, yes. we usually sound much better than this in the beginning. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm Tommy Mitchell. And I am India Cook. And we are the, the Run, Run Duo. Duo. What's up, guys? What's up? Episode 49. 49. We are almost at 50 episodes. And for wow. uh, for those that have not listened to us, this is our personality. So you just, <laughs> if you can't roll with it, can't have fun with us, then yeah. Enjoy. Keep Enjoy. listening. Enjoy eventually. the laughter. And yeah, we'll we'll get there. We'll get you there. We'll You'll find something that you like. <laughs> yes. So anyway, um, mm-hmm. did you do anything fun for New Year? For New Year, I relaxed. I got a lot of rest. Watched some movies and chilled. I didn't do anything too much. I communicated about... What my goals were, I looked at my vision board, edited that a little bit, mm-hmm. tried to look at the vision board to see what I didn't do for 2019. Did you miss much? Did you miss too many goals? Uh, I mean, you got to tell us what it were, but just Not in too your many mind. things. Uh-huh. I got almost to some of them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, not too many things. There's some stuff that I kept on the board okay. and readjusted. Because the thing about it is with vision boards, you have to figure out why didn't you reach it? And if it was just not obtainable, is there something you need to do differently? Yeah. So, that was good. And, you know, talked about what goals we have as units and families and all that goodness. And Gotcha. Gotcha. What we're going to do differently for 2020? Because you have to... Yeah. I feel like progression in situations, you have to talk about what's what's next. What y'all well, like? yeah, I, I think I said this on the last show, birthdays and New New Year mm-hmm. are the best times to kind of check yourself. Like, right. okay, where am I in, in relationship to goals that I've set? That's a good, you exactly. know, stop and beginning point for different things. And reevaluate. Exactly. And, and figure out what do you want for yourself. Exactly. I think that's what exactly. people don't realize either. Exactly. Yes. So I didn't do too much. I enjoyed it. Um, relaxed. Christmas was amazing. Yes. And I know some people DM me about my Christmas picture. I did finally post that. Okay. So let me tell y'all something funny because I because this is I know I mentioned this on on air. Mm-hmm. So the day two days before Christmas, my parents still have not or my mom still had not decided on pajamas. So I ended up getting, we ended up getting to Texas and there was two sets of pajamas that we were deciding between, but we finally worked it out and it was the first set that we chose. So mm-hmm. We got the picture together. Well, y'all do it up. Cause I've, I've seen your family's pictures from the house. Yeah. Y'all do Christmas up big. Christmas is our celebration. Yes, So everybody indeedy. comes together. So it was good. Yeah. It was really good. I got some good running stuff for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So... Good stuff. I got some. I got hats and gear and socks and outfits and singlets and because that's what I asked for. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Enjoy. So, enjoy it. Good stuff. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't get <laughs> gifts anymore. I just give them. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Mm-hmm. I hope that we can uh, do some vacations now. Like I'm mm-hmm. just the gift giving becomes a lot. I mean, I eat even though I appreciate it, but it becomes expensive. Let's yeah. put, let's put that on memory. Yeah. Even though my family is very traditional with things, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of traditions that we do for the whole um, Christmas holiday, mm-hmm. I would like us to go on a vacation instead of spending the money on gifts. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. Well, you know, Trey's small, so. This year we bought him some gifts. And he only rem- he, he won't remember dude, that little dude. <laughs> looked at them gifts and played with them a little bit, but I mean, he's actually gotten more into them as time has gone on. But the Christmas Day, he was more interested like in the wrapping paper and the boxes yeah, and you know, one, yeah. yeah, that kind of the stuff. shiny stuff. Exactly. Awesome. Did you have a good New Year? Um, it was good. I slept. Um, I went to sleep because uh, we put that tray down like seven thirty, eight o'clock. 
So when Trey go down, y'all go down. Well, I did. Mm-hmm. Heather stayed up and you know watched, and then woke me up at midnight. Okay, I kissed her and I went back to sleep. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Completely understandable. So what else has been going on, Tommy? Well, I'm um I'm starting my comeback. Um, if I had the Rocky theme, I would go ahead and play it for y'all. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you know, I haven't. I mean. Of course, the the beautiful thing about technology is you can actually see the last time you ran. And, this is you true. Know, and mm-hmm. you know what does it, of course, because Strava and even, um, I think, is it called Relive? The one that kind of shows you a map of your run. I think it's called Relive. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. I don't use that one, so I'm not sure. They send you your yearly notebook or automatically stats. yeah they send oh, okay. your stats. you gotta find it right yeah so strava sent me my stats which i get strava every year which usually strava makes a little movie they ain't do that this year but anyway um i ran like 500 miles last year which that's is good i mean honestly that's more than i thought i ran you know because i really didn't think i'd run that far because i really wasn't running much after i ran the marathon mm-hmm. um at the beginning of the year but anyway um so Time to make a comeback. So I'm 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 building back up, um, getting back into the to running, trying to get my base ready because I'm going to run the Cherry Blossom ten miler. Oh, so you April. are going to go? Yeah, I mean, Yay. whether I you know the family comes or I don't come, I go by myself. I'm I'm going to run it. That's exciting. Yeah. So, so. I want to you know start to build up because I'm going to do a ten week. Yes, ten week. I'm going to do a Hal Higgin Hill Hal Higdon ten week. Um, I think I'm going to do intermediate. Okay. Um, training, but I want to get a little bit of a base. So that's what I'm doing now, trying to get my base. So it made me think about like coming off of a layoff from running a break. Yeah. Or- like, mm-hmm. how do you do it? Um, how do you get into it? Of course, you know, I went, which I always do. I go on Google, I look it up, I try to find things. And honestly, a lot of stuff that I saw was stuff that I do. Um, mm-hmm. when I've come off of breaks before, usually when I'm coming off a of break, when I haven't run in a while, mm-hmm. I sign up for a race. Right. So that accountability of, yeah. of having, and I think that they consider that having a deadline. Yeah. And so when you coming off of a, of hiatus or yeah. whatever you want to uh-huh. call it, setting a deadline kind of, I don't like to use the word forces, but it kind of forces you to get it. Like I need to get no, it into gear. I think gear. the force is the right yeah, word. Yeah, it forces, forces you to, to get into like, the hey, gear. I can't flag. I I'm this signed out. up for this race. Yeah. I need to do whatever I need to do. And I think that that and it's different mindsets mm-hmm. can adapt that differently. But I I agree. Signing up for a race is a big thing. Yeah, another one was um, a good way is to uh, cross train. Mm-hmm. Don't go straight back to just running, which is also something that I do. I usually when I'm trying to get my base back, I'll mm-hmm. run, but I also hit the gym kind of on off days right kind of thing that kind of to me helps you get back into shape because what you don't realize is that there needs to be some endurance Mm -hmm. with your breathing and everything and when you go to the gym and you do some hit training or whatever it is you realize (gasps) you're breathing hard and once you get it (laughs) under control in the gym it can be a little bit easier on the pavement so i agree i've been doing these little workouts at home honey and i I did one workout on thir- last Thursday. Uh-huh. When I say I was still sore on Sunday, I was like, "This is this is this is ridiculous." But that means that it was a good workout. <laughs> so who do, who you workout. do? What kind of workouts do you do? Like who is it with? It's it's a training that some someone just gave me. Oh, okay, you know, a copy gotcha. of their training, but it's it's hit workouts that um that we're doing. So we're doing high intensity intervals. So we're using dumbbells and mm-hmm. and kettlebells and all that stuff. So just doing stuff that gets my heart rate going heart rate going burpees lunges jump squats like all that stuff so gotcha trying to get the body back trained and of course using doing things that are good for running which is exactly um a couple of other ones that i saw besides you know um cross training and you know sign up for race is one was like joining a running group so i guess getting with other people for that accountability yeah is a a good way to get yourself back into it Mm -hmm. and then of course you know following a training schedule which kind of falls right in with, you know, signing up for a race. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to sign up, you know, do some kind of training schedule. Right. Something that I would add to that list is having realistic goals. I know something that I found that was a, a issue in the past for me is when I came off of a hiatus, I felt like I was going to be exactly how I was when I left yeah. the hiatus. Yeah, I'm been there And too. it's like, no, you have to accept yourself where you are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you <laughs> on that one. And not 
and not saying, well, hell, I used to be a 10-minute mile or a 9-minute yeah. mile, and now I'm a 13-minute mile. What's going on? And then you get upset with yourself and you down yourself, and then in, in that return, you're not really giving yourself grace that you've been on a hiatus. So you kind of have to accept yourself as to where you are and say, you know what, that's okay. This is where I am, and I'm going to work myself back to that. And it depends on how long your hiatus. Like mine is, was pretty long. I don't think I had run since like September. Mm-hmm. So that's a good long hiatus. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving myself time now, even though Heather been time shaming me mm. um, lately. I get in the house like, oh, I see you ran. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That does not look like your PR. Yeah. You know, kind of yes. thing. So but. She's, she's trying to do a roundabout <laughs> way of uh, some accountability. Yeah, she's time shaming me. Yes. But um, I'm taking it, taking it easy. You know, I'm running low miles, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I truly, I mean, with anything, I think it takes 30 days to get back to that habit. Yes. You know, to where does. I can just jump up and, and kind of go right now. I still want to kind of take it easy. Yeah. And I think that, like you said in the beginning, you are trying to build your base. And I think that that's something for new runners that are listening to us. Building a base is important because you don't want to go right into high mileage because that can cause inner energy lord that can't cause energy that was zap your energy that will cause it could cause injury it you know you can get it can cause fatigue it caused you to be over over training mm-hmm. um so you don't want to do that you want to build a base and that means just mileage that you can do basically without a struggle so whether yeah. that be two three four miles that is your base that's what you always do when you go out for a run and then you build up from there so yeah. i think that that's a step that people skip and when people are starting or wanting to get into half marathons or full marathons without a base, it can be a little tricky. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to train without a base. Yes. I mean, it's hard to go find a training schedule if you don't have a base. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think you need to get your base where you're just running miles or getting time. I, I really don't run miles. I, ti- I run more time. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm just trying to do 30-minute runs, you know, stay on my legs, that sort of thing. Um, and I mean, you know, it usually layoffs, like I said, mine was a little long, but you know, there's a lot of people at one time I didn't run in the winter. Like Mm -hmm. as soon as it got cold, okay, that's it for me. I'm not running anymore. And then, you know, spring would hit and I'm trying to get back into it. So I'm sure there's a lot of people still like that. These are also tips for those type of people too, that, you know, they basically run once the weather, you know, kind of warms up again. Right. And then also to not forget that treadmill running is not bad. I know a lot of people call it treadmill, but treadmill running is not bad. But I think that there's, you have to understand there is a huge difference. Well, I consider a huge difference between treadmill running and running outside. Yeah. Um, As far as stag, same pace, um, unless you're speeding up and slowed it down, inclines, you know, different, terrain everything so that can be very different and so you want to take that into account and you can do treadmill running during the winter time and you know you don't want to fall too much off of your activity during the winter because it does sometimes feel like you're starting all the way over well i mean pretty much if you lay off for more than two weeks you're not starting over but you're Mm -hmm. definitely starting to lose that aerobic um what am I trying to say? The aerobic health that you've gotten from all the training. It started mm-hmm. to decrease because you haven't run in two right. weeks. And you haven't mm-hmm. lost it all because, of course, they science says that even after a full marathon, you should at least take a week off. So I know mm-hmm. people are like, oh, my gosh, I took a week <laughs> off. I'm no longer <laughs> like I've lost it all. No, that's yeah, not the no. case. It's yeah. not completely gone. But you also have to think about, like, are you doing other things? Are you are you laying off and then you also not eating right? Are you laying off and also not doing like not mm-hmm. doing anything? So if you can still incorporate some of those things, it'll keep you in a better shape. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, I'm. I I have hit the ground running with not my layoff as well. I won't say I had a layoff. I've had I backed you off on having so many from, days. Yeah, I had yeah. a break. And I had I backed off I've backed off on having so many days of working out, but now I'm back to five day a week schedule. Okay. So okay. I'm doing in two of those me and two a days. So I'm kind of yeah, I'm I'm in there. You in there? <laughs> I'm in there. My my BGR crew Tucker on Thursdays and Tuesdays is holding me accountable. So mm-hmm. we do our workouts and Saturdays, and then I do separate. I do spin class, and then I do two days of cross training. I so. think I actually saw your group on a Saturday. I think it was a Saturday, but you I didn't see you. But then I saw your picture later, and the woman I did see was in your picture so uh-huh. i was like oh yeah i just you might have been either ahead of her or behind her mm-hmm. somewhere probably so yes yeah indeed. so that's been holding me accountable especially with it being cold outside and it just being dark mornings like it's it's one of those mm. things where it's like you know that people 
And I, I told the ladies this the other day because we'll have like one person back out on a morning run. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, I won't be there either. And I told a couple of the ladies, matter of fact, it was this morning. I mm-hmm. said, listen, I know she backed out, but I need the miles. So can, you know, if anybody else is willing to run, I'm willing to meet. And I yeah. know it's hard every, you know, in What the time morning. do you guys run? Five. Okay. Yeah. So meeting people early in the morning, I know can be difficult because you have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. Yes. So it can be hard, but. You know, if you were trying to get back to it, that's what you got to do. That's what you got. That's what you got to do. Yes. Definitely. And this weekend we have a race. Yes. So very happy um, that we're going to have the Jerome Scales 12K. And that's the Southside 12K, Jerome Scales Southside 12K. Uh-huh. And for those that don't know, Jerome Scales was a very um, amazing man. Um, he passed away in June um, from cancer. And he was very well known in Atlanta running community. Atlanta Track Club has honored him. He was on the board for Atlanta Track Club. And they have now renamed one of their races after him. And that race is this weekend. So for First time ever, they actually, it's a 12K, which is a little over eight miles, but they've also allowed um, us to do one loop, which is a little over four miles for that race. And so you can either do four-ish miles or you can do eight-ish miles. Um, So it's going to be a great time. I think a lot of family and friends and stuff are going to be there to commemorate him. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Remember his name and Mm -hmm. the legacy that he's left. So I'm excited about it. Gotcha. And that's Southside, right? Southside. Gotcha. Perfect. Perfect. So definitely excited about that. So what else we got today? Um, speaking of Atlanta Track Club, mm-hmm. so I will say, so recent earlier this week, I saw that Atlanta Track Club obviously has their own website um, for Atlanta Trials 2020 um, for the Marathon Olympic Trials. And if you go to their website, you can see bi- um, biographies. Yeah, the biographies of them, their backgrounds. Yeah, bios of the runners that will be running the trials that have signed, that have officially signed up. There are some runners that have qualified, but um, the bios are up for people that have officially signed up, have been approved, and are all ready to go. So a majority of their pictures, kind of their occupation that they do outside of Mm -hmm. running. Yeah. If they're not a paid athlete, um, they talk about that, who they're sponsored by, some like favorite book, favorite TV shows. So we can get to know the runners before they come out on February 29th. Yeah, definitely. Get, know who you're going to cheer for. Because mm-hmm. you can actually do it, you know, of course, by men, by women. You mm-hmm. can actually do it by hometown because I pulled up Atlanta and there's like about 12 runners that are whose hometown. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they run in Atlanta still, but their hometowns are here in Atlanta. Right. And just so that everyone knows, we have two weeks before the cutoff so basically we have this weekend um and next weekend so january 19th is the cutoff to qualify for the olympic trials Mm -hmm. and so they have two weeks to be able to qualify so basically this weekend and next weekend to run a race to be able to qualify for the olympic trials so i know there may be some people that are trying to race this weekend to make it um for february but i'm excited for all the people that are already registered yeah i'm excited about going out and Mm -hmm. uh and checking that out and you know seeing who makes it, who doesn't make it. Cause I was thinking about it. Cause you know, when we talk with, um, uh, the gentleman last week mm-hmm. and he was talking about where I'm, he, I think pretty much he stated he could qualify, mm-hmm. but he wasn't sure if it was cause he's more of a trail runner. If he would get much of advantage because of their, I guess they had changed the course. So it wasn't as hilly. Yeah. So and he, he was, seems to work well with hills. Yeah. That's what he wanted. Yes, he, that's wanted what he wanted, he was wanting a more, so that was going to, and now I'm kind of thinking maybe that would be better. Maybe that would make it a little bit, you know, more interesting of a race if they would have done the hillier course as opposed to, you know, trying. And I don't know, I you think know, he's who a rarity to... that will want that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard somebody like necessarily love hills, but yeah. he sounds like he likes that, but that's because the, the terrain that he's used to rolling with. And you know what? Cause they've moved the actual marathon. It's not going to be in Tokyo. Um, and I do apologize. I don't know. They moved it out of Tokyo for the Olympics um, because of heat mm-hmm. basically. I don't know about the terrain of, you know, because you can kind of ask people about Tokyo Marathon to kind of verify how hilly it was going to be, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the terrain of the new area right. that they're going to be in. Yeah. And, you know, what's interesting, so I know that a lot of people assume that qualifying for the Marathon Olympic Trials that you have to run a full, but you don't. You can qualify, qualify by a half, a half marathon yeah. as well. Um, so right now they have 220, 242 males that have qualified as of, December 8th let me make sure I put that so as of December 
December 8th. They have 242 males that have qualified and 222 of them qualified via marathon times and 20 qualified via half marathon times. Mm. Now, when it comes to the ladies, they're doubled the numbers. Yeah. They're at 487 people that have qualified and 480 of them have qualified via full marathon and, and seven have qualified via half marathon. So it is very interesting. And I think that a lot of times majority of them are B standards, meaning there's, there's two different standards that you can make in in regards to time, but a lot of them are B standard qualifications, but it's interesting that most people are going for the full marathon time versus the half marathon time. I'm really interested to see how the, the trials go here. And if it's something that, you know, we can get again, Mm -hmm. you know, um, depending on, I guess how it goes. I, I wonder if, because I'm trying, yeah, I cannot remember where the trials were la- for the last Olympics. But do you recall if it was a loop course? Mm-mm. I don't recall. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't say. think I was honestly the last Olympics. I don't think I was mentally vest like I wasn't checking really on thinking it like about that. it. Yeah, 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 I really wasn't. I don't think I was that far along in like getting all into the race thing. Like, well, that. I think I. I mean, I'm sure the fact that it's in Atlanta is one of the reasons I, I look at it more mm-hmm. than like if it ended up being in Austin. I probably would have still, you yeah. know, paid attention, but not as much as I do because it's in Atlanta. And I think I've, I mean, I've run two marathons since then. So just the thought of oh. marathons <laughs> is, you know, when the last time it had yeah. it happened, I wasn't, I was like, who, who does that? You know? So my, <laughs> my thought process is a little different now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. It should be a great weekend though. It is. And we have one individual. I saw an article on him, um, this past, this past week, um, Darrell Duriel, D-U-R-I-E-L Hardy, he clocked a 218-21 on his marathon debut mm-hmm. and qualified for the Olympic trials. So it is amazing that we're having people that are doing debuts of their marathons and they're qualifying to be here for the Olympic trials. And what's really interesting about his story is that he said, and he qualified at the um, CIM. So, of course, with him qualifying, he said that he had never run the distance. He had messed up on trying to figure out how to do the water bottles because elites get seven water bottles <laughs> yeah. so they can line up uh-huh. on the route. He said he had his bottles, but he didn't practice how to pick them up. So he only was able to get one bottle from the whole marathon. Wow. And so they're, you know, of course they ran in packs. And uh-huh. so he said that when people were done with theirs, all right, I got a more, I got Martin drink left. I got this drink left. Who uh-huh. wants it? So he basically was just taking other taking people's, other people's <laughs> drink to be able to get through it. Cause if you're running 26.2 yeah, miles with no, need, no yeah, fuel, yeah. like it's kind of difficult. Um, so I think that that was great that the other runners around him were supportive to give him drink, but he was yeah. like, I didn't practice that part. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He did not practice that part. And I'm really excited. African-American male. And I'm really happy and, and looking forward to seeing him. And of course, if you were to look at his bio, he actually is a pediatric neurologist. And so he was getting up at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning to do his runs before he went into work. And yeah. he's like, I do this. So, well, I've always said people who are good, usually. And when I say sports, not just, you know, professional athletes, just just a regular everyday person that's actually excels at mm-hmm. something. They usually excel at other things as well. They, right. You know, it's not just one thing that they've picked out to mm-hmm. excel in. Mm-hmm. Like, I, th- I agree with you. Like, it's almost like you have to, uh, I find that some, a lot of times elites have a obsessive mentality and not obsessive in a negative way, but like yeah. obsessive to where it's like, I have to get, I have to do that. Yeah. And when I think of Darrell Patterson, our yeah. friend Darrell Patterson, I think he has that mindset and it's not a negative. I think when people think obsessive, they automatically think negative, but focus driven, I have a goal. I'm setting my goal. I'm going to get to my goal. Yeah. And I think once you have that mindset, you can be very successful. Well, I mean, I think it's, I mean, like you said, not negative, obsessive, but I think anything can be positive or negative. It depends on, you know, where you point it. Mm-hmm. And if you point obsessive in a good direction, I think it's, you know, a good thing. Yeah. 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 So, cause I mean, you, you get to a point where you're like, I'm, I, you set a goal and you crush it. Yeah. And who wouldn't want to crush several things? Yeah. In life like that's just what you want to do i mean you know what and actually you know having um a kid has made me it, it forced me to stop being able to run any old time i want to and get mm-hmm. up and do all that kind of stuff um so i've had to step away from running and i just know and i look around and i go wow like we mm-hmm. are really into running mm-hmm. i mean have you <laughs> okay so did you you saw 
um, Brittany runs a marathon. Yes. Do you remember the scene where the young lady who lived across the hall from her, they went to her house for some kind of party mm-hmm. and they made some comment about running mm-hmm. and like all the other people in the room just kind of looked at them. Yeah. Like, like who does like, that? What mm-hmm. are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And you know, that's how I feel sometimes at work. Cause I'll be talking about running and people just like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Kip who? Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know what's interesting is the other morning I was, and I will talk about this too, but I uh, was talking about Shalane Flanagan's new nutrition book. And I I happened to get it for Christmas and I've Uh been using that. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I was like, Shalane Flanagan, like the elite runner. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, you don't know who Shalane Flanagan is? <laughs> but I think that's where we have to realize that not everybody is engulfed in the sport. Even casual runners yeah. that run with us at run groups and stuff mm-hmm. like that, they may not know the elite people. If we throw out names, because we look at that. We look yeah. at who's running their world majors, who's qualified. We're looking at that. We're the people that are up Saturday morning, late night, Sunday to Watching look at their look and at their excited races for the whole race. Like, did y'all see that? Did you see Exactly. <laughs> so it's one of those things where I think we do have to kind of check like who we're talking to and realizing that running is not really the it sport like we think it is yeah. you know just because we surround ourselves by runners doesn't yeah. mean that everybody else around us is running. Yeah, i mean exactly mm-hmm. and i mean you know that that's why because like like i said now that i i can't jump up and live like a runner all the mm-hmm. time um you know, I'm going to figure it back out. You You're know, realizing. you know, I'm realizing like, wow, that was a we, piece of your life. We were really, we really you in were this. In it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, I mean, I'm jumping up Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. running 10, you know, whatever miles mm-hmm. like is nothing like, OK, well, what are you doing today? I'm going to run 10. Right. You know, just 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 just, just 10. Yeah, I'm going to run 10. I mean, I, that's all I'm doing today. I'm not doing a whole lot. You know? Right. Nothing, nothing long. Right. I said that the other day when we were, Ayana and I were out running on mm-hmm. the trail and it was, it started rain. Like, well, we first pulled up. It, yeah. The sky opened up and we were like, oh my God, the mm-hmm. rain hits differently when you're training. <laughs> you're just like, you know what? You just got to get it done when you're training. And yeah. I'm not training for a distance run, but I'm training for, I'm doing Selma to Montgomery relay race. And uh-huh. I don't want to, you know, I want to show up for my team. Exactly. So, but yeah. And it's more fun when you're in shape. It, it is definitely more fun when, you're, more in fun when yeah, you're in shape. And your recovery is not yeah. as bad. Exactly. So. You can go out the night after. Mm-hmm. So when, when when you've trained for something, it's definitely, definitely better. But yeah, yeah it was, it's, it's definitely a, a, a different way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Now that I don't get to do it as much or get to hang out at races as much and, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And it makes you appreciate your freedom. And I think for me, although I'm doing the running thing, I'm trying to do better. One of my biggest things for 2020 is to volunteer more and be more active on the pavement with other runners and not uh-huh. just run groups, but being at volunteer events, being at races and volunteering. But I, cause I think it's, we have to give back to the sport as much as we talk about it. We have to give back and show that mm-hmm. there's other areas than just running. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to get a, um, a run jogger and, and hopefully that'll fix everything. You know, I can just throw them in there. You like, let's go. In there and hopefully he loves it. There's well, some kids that love it and, yeah. you know, and there's some kids that are not at this so point. Much. I think he would fall asleep. Okay. Because you push him anywhere, he just starts. Now that would be probably I could he could probably I could probably get away with at the most five miles. Okay. I think once they get over that, he mm-hmm. might wake up and be like, Okay, right. it's time to go home. I'm ready. You to know, go. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or he's hungry or he's wet himself or right. you know, Whatever these kids. it may be. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So speaking of, I know so I I, we talked about some of the goals mm-hmm. getting on my nutrition is one of the biggest things for 2020. So I have the Shalane Flanagan has a run fast, eat slow, cook fast. Mm-hmm. She has two different recipe books and I have the run fast, eat slow, cook fast mm-hmm. um, recipe book. And then this year she also launched a 52 week meal plan guide. And this guide actually basically guides you. It has lines and grids to where you can write down your meals and you can discuss you can put down your meals versus and put down your mileage as well and how you're feeling. So it basically is a planner okay, for you to write out what you're eating. It does give some recipes in that book, but you mm. use her recipe books in conjunction to the 52 meal, the 52 week slow. meal plan. Okay. Run fast, eat, eat slow. slow. Oh, gotcha. So of course, Selene Flanagan's book is geared totally to runners. So it's oh. for runners mm-hmm. um, because obviously she is a runner. Of course. Um, but it is geared totally to runners. So it's, sep- it's segmented out to long long run carb loading meals mm-hmm. 
pre-race or pre-run meals, breakfast meals, things to eat to not eat before a run so you don't have digestive problems. Uh Um, It talks about breakfast, how long you should carb load. So it kind of sections out what we need as runners. And she also goes in and talks about how we can't be afraid of carbs. Are we carb loading appropriately? Um, What are some things that you shouldn't be eating prior to a run? And I think it just really gives good recipes to where it also caters to fast cooking so like 30 minute meals cool so it's not anything that takes several some of them take several steps Mm -hmm. but usually like 30 minute meals because we're busy people and we need stuff to be quick and it also sections out how can you meal prep it gives you ideas on meal prep how to build a budget how to meal prep but then change the meals to different things during the week so you don't get old Um, so it doesn't get old because I think for us I know for me when I meal prep for five days, by Wednesday, I'm over a meal. Yeah, I'm, I'm And so that. she kind of explains how you can change that around. And again, this is for runners. I think a meal for someone that is just doing regular, doing workouts and runners is different. We need more cars because fuel for us is food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to have that. So I really appreciate it. And she explains how it breaks down. And of course, eating real food. So it's very colorful food. So she gives different understanding of vegetables and fruits and what's seasonal, what's not seasonal and when to eat and mm-hmm. what's good. So is the book. I mean, of course, Shalane Flanagan is a woman. Is it is it? tilted toward women or is it pretty much just straight up anyone anyone okay Mm -hmm. that's good yeah it's not tilted towards women in general and something that's very interesting is that she does not have calories listed on her recipe that was i was gonna ask yeah so she purposely and after so this the the recipe book that i have is her second book okay so run fast eat slow cook fast Mm. it's her second recipe book and she explained in a portion of the book that her feedback from her first book was that everybody wants the calorie breakdown of the meals yeah and her intake is if you're eating real food, if you're eating whole food, you don't need to be counting calories. Don't need to worry about it. Especially as a runner that's putting down miles, you don't need to be counting calories. Yeah, for sure. You know, because yeah. you need them. Yeah. Um, and, of course, that can vary. And for me, I can, like, I am trying to drop weight, so I do need to look at my calorie intake. Uh-huh. But her thing is, if you're right, eating the right foods, that's digesting your meals appropriately and you're eating healthy foods foods that can be digested you're not you're eating more fruits and vegetables you're not going to be super high in 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 um in calories anyway but you're going to be high enough if you're going to do carb load if you're going to eat your breads and your potatoes and all of those things so she said she purposely does not put the calories in the book okay that's interesting well I, i mean because that was what i meant because i wasn't sure if her recipes were Calorie wise, intake was lower for women. Mm-mm. She's just, hey, this she's is, like, this, this is a healthy, hearty yeah. meal uh-huh. that you can make, that you can eat. There's, it's not vegan. It's not. I mean, she has gluten free. Like she does have uh, areas on it to say to make this gluten free okay. or to make this vegan. Uh-huh. She does have like tofu recipes in there, so she uh-huh. has stuff that could go towards anyone. Yeah, but she also has recipes with pork and beef and you oh, know really? different things. So, so she has a variety. I don't. I wouldn't say that it's streamlined to one person. Just streamlined to runners. Like it's not streamlined to a eating. So have you uh, made any of the recipes? As yeah. Yet? So I've done miso kale which was really good. It's just basically miso paste sauce. It's like, uh, uh-huh. and mixed with kale and a couple other things. Really, really good. And then I also do, I put a picture this morning on my social media, um, or my story on Instagram. Her superhero muffins are so good. What's in it? So I did, it's almond flour, carrots, green apple, cranberries, walnuts. And of course you have your, salt and your Mm -hmm. cinnamon and things of that nature but so good and filling so the serving sizes of most of the recipes like how many servings is most of the recipes so like it does not really give a it gives serving so the serving sizes usually are she well she has it sectioned off from meal prep prep meals versus just like after workout meals Uh um so the meal prep meals obviously are for a week and Mm -hmm. what she does is she explains you can prep this meal and change it into a whole nother meal. So that's kind of how she does it. So Uh it just depends on how you cook it and how much you cook. Okay. But like those muffins, I made 12, like that recipe, that one recipe Uh was 12 and I've been eating on it since last week. Now the next thing is, cause you talked about some of the the ingredients Mm -hmm. price wise. Like, is this something for, um, 
Because I know anytime you talk about nutrition and you want to eat healthy, it's mm-hmm. not, not going to be cheap. Usually. Would you say it's reasonable? Would you say you're, you're buying a lot of stuff that you would never buy? Does she make it so that you're buying a lot of the same things so you can use it in the different recipes? Yes. Okay. So the latter of what you mm-hmm. said. Uh-huh. But I think that it also depends on what you like. Okay. Um, Because there are some recipes. I'm like, what is that? Like the miso paste. I was like, I don't even know where to find that. I had to Google that because I was like, I don't know where to find that. Where'd you go? In to the, the store. Did you go to it was in, no, it wasn't. I could have found it at Beef or Highway yeah. Flea Market, but it yeah. was in a regular store, but it's usually in Asian cuisine. So yeah, it was, it was in the Asian uh-huh. um. Asian section. side section mm-hmm. of the store but I had to google that because I'm like I never had that before okay. so there's some fruits and vegetables that are not widely known that may be on there but uh-huh. I mean you're getting your sweet potatoes you're you're getting like almond flour okay like that was something that's just in a healthy food section yeah so I won't say that it's anything um too much out of the ordinary. Maybe some of the sides and condiments to make some, because she has a sauce area too. Like these are a healthy way to make dressings oh. and a healthy way to make sauce sauces for, you know, dipping sauces mm-hmm. or dressings for your salads because she has different salads, um, different bowls and things of that nature. So I wouldn't say anything is like completely out of the ordinary that mm. you're like, mm, why am I buying, you know, where where do I even get that? Not, not too much. Now, once again, mm-hmm. you because this is the second book. This is the second book. Okay. Did you, had, did you get the first book? I didn't get it yet. Okay. Right. But you get, this is the second book. Um, say the name one more time. So the first cookbook is called Run Fast, Eat Slow. Mm-hmm. And the second cookbook is Run Fast, Eat Slow, Cook Fast. Okay. And they're by Shalane Flanagan um, and her... Her nutrition friend, let me make sure that I give you all the right names of her friend, because it's not just Shalane. She paired with um, one of her friends as well to make it. Uh-huh. And and it's Elise Kop, um, Kopecky, mm-hmm. K-O-P-E-C-K-Y. And again, it's Run Fast, Cook Fast, Eat Slow. And it's by Shalane Flanagan. Um, and it is... Literally, the front of it says meal plans for runners, meals for runners. So it's particularly, it's specifically, excuse me, for runners. Mm -hmm. Um, And it breaks down how do you carb load. And she also sprinkles in a little bit of um, her stretching and mm-hmm. things that she does for stretching little some little workouts in there i think a lot of people don't realize that because you have to literally flip through each page to see that but she adds some of her workouts okay. and some of the things that she does and the reason why she does the cookbook she did the cookbook so i do remember the first one when it came out because i remember mm-hmm. she did a podcast um and talked about it mm-hmm. um but that's great i might actually have to check that out because yeah. i i mean because i'm i get into cooking the same stuff mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. So it'd be good to find right. some different things to, to make that I know are going to be healthy. Yeah. Healthy and good for you. Yeah. Just, just good for you in general. And that are not bland. I think yeah. that's my issue is uh-huh. that when I think of eating clean, I think of bland or I think of like, you're going to get your chicken, your chicken breast or your fish. And you're going to get you some <laughs> some asparagus and some broccoli. And you might have some potatoes on the side. You know what I mean? Like That's, I think I mean, about that. Like when I think about, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I have to eat clean. This food is so boring. And I think that that's what I appreciate about her cookbook. When you look at, I should have brought it with me today, mm-hmm. but when you look at it, it's colorful. It's mm-hmm. Stuff is colorful. It looks fun. And it's it, like, it tastes good. Yeah. That's, I mean, because I, I will say this, because um, this is something I learned early on when I originally got into the running community. Um, mm-hmm. A triathlete uh, she told me this. She was like, I think of food as just fuel. Because mm-hmm. the minute I think I want something that tastes good, I've mm-hmm. lost it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I'm not going to eat good because I'm going to go, hmm, McDonald's, hmm, right. you know, kind of thing. So it's good to hear that you can eat healthy and eat clean right but it also it can still be yeah. fun and good and taste good exactly and i think that's the biggest thing with that and, and has variety that's right that's another variety one. Yeah. but i think the biggest thing with that and what triggered in my mind tommy when you said that is having a better relationship with food yeah. because i know for me my relationship with food is not positive and what i mean by that is like i i'm not a drinker i'm not a smoker i don't really mm-hmm. do any of that so yeah. Food is my vice. Yeah. So when I'm like, oh, let me get a good burger. Like, I mean, oh, that shit good. Let me get some hot wings. <laughs> but food is for you to live. And like you said, to fuel, to you're, you're, you're eating 
to serve to live and yeah. to survive it's, and it can be enjoyable at the same time but i think we mesh those together and we feel like food just should just be satisfying us but you what you put out is what you put in is what you get out and so i think the mindset that you said of the friend that I was a triathlete and it feels that, you know, eating is fuel. That's how we have to train our mind yeah. to be differently that, you know, this is fuel and whatever I put in is what I'm going to get out. I know when I'm really training hard, mm-hmm. actually to me, it's easier to eat good when I'm really in a training mode. Mm-hmm. Like, because I guess I feel like I've done all this work. Right. I don't want to mess it up. It's easy for me to say, I don't want that honey bun. It's harder mm-hmm. when I'm on a break. Right. I think to eat, to keep that healthy feeling and to get back into that healthy eating. So what I realized too is as runners, you feel every step when you eat like crap. Like for me, Mm -hmm. especially when you're running long, like you're like, oh my God, I feel that burger I had two days ago. Like I feel this that I had, you know, whenever. And something that I thought about, and this was just like a thought that came in my mind this past weekend I feel like during the summer or during the heat, hot months, you feel it even more because not only do you have the crap that's in your system, but you also have the heat, the sun beating down on you so you really feel it. Yeah. Excuse me. So I think that we as individuals probably eat better during the summertime, not only because we want to be summertime fine, but we also... You feel it more when you're on a run. So I'm trying to learn that. And, of course, within her 52-week planner because again the 52 week planner is literally just more of a blueprint of Mm -hmm. of taking down taking the recipes out of her books writing them down putting your mileage and then also expressing how you're feeling through the food that you ate yeah so she really wants you to analyze okay i ate these meals this week Mm -hmm. my runs felt like this so you can learn how these foods are reacting to your body and what is your food what did the foods do for you like do i need these sweet potatoes do i need this Mm. rice do i need this yeah yeah i'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to get that book yeah that sounds like something i need yeah and it takes Mm -hmm. it takes time and what i'll do i'll I'll let you see mine so you can you know before you purchase it if you want to so you can see if it's worth it (laughs) i think it is i'm really excited about it Uh and i'm gonna try to do some more meals um, okay. with it. So, I mean, okay. of course, you're going to probably buy stuff that you wouldn't normally do, like from edamame and things like that. I mean, well, see, I've I eaten do. edamame. I, yeah, I eat edamame. But, I mean, for some people, some certain things like that, you're not just going to buy, you Dude, know. Dude, if y'all are not eating edamame. It's so good. Oh, my God, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, and then she explains, like, she's not, like, be vegan, be vegetarian, mm-hmm. but she does, she, there's meals in there that don't have meat, and she talks about how, protein enriched they are yeah um so just understanding that and what works best for your body i think that that's something that we also need to understand what works best for tommy may not work for me and what works best for india may not work for tommy i got you so you have to figure out what meals do best for you well yeah definitely 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 check that book out yeah uh, go you know are there bookstores anymore yeah somebody store? said that the other day because yeah, i was like i'm at barnes and nobles they was like they still have them. exactly where I'm like, barnes and yeah, noble you at they at the no forum <laughs> they do in north on peachtree Peach corner it's actually one in perimeter not yes, far from my job there's that yeah. one too so yeah. i actually ordered those online um well the 52 week plan had to be ordered online because i got the autograph one by okay. her and um and her partner. Mm-hmm. So I ordered that online. Those are not in stores yet, but the, um, run fast, eat slow. The recipe books are in the bookstores. So you uh-huh. can go and pick those up or you can get buy it online and get it mailed to you. Okay. And I yeah. think they ran 25, $26. Yeah. Book so. price. I mean, yeah, if, I don't know. I'm, I, I do, uh, the Kindle thing a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure if you could do that one. I mean, I'm sure they have it, but you would want to, I would want to have a big tablet, I guess, to, to look at it. Yeah, I'm not very, I'm a paper person. Like, I still like books in my hand. You're the reason we ain't got no flying cars. Whatever. <laughs> but I like those books in my hand, so I buy the books. So I never even looked at the audio or if there was an option. But I'm sure there may be. <laughs> you understand they're going to stop making books. Okay, and when they do and I'm forced to do that, I will do that. Okay. I don't have to do that now because there's okay. still bookstores around. Anyway. So. Yes. Another. Great episode. Okay, so we're not done. We got one okay, more thing. Okay. The Nike thing. Oh yes, yes yeah. Yes, yes, so yes. wait, you want to talk about they gonna come out with another shoe that you're 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 planning on purchasing? Okay, you go ahead with your partner. All right. About so this. Nike Vaporfly Next Percent. Not only are they winning races mm-hmm. because of their popularity, they have affected other shoe companies' stock prices. Mm-hmm. Um, Asics, 
which is kind of funny because, you know, ASICs at one time, I, 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 I forget the name, but at one time when Nike was originally invented mm-hmm. by uh, Phil Knight, he was distributing ASICs as another name before ASICs actually became ASICs. Mm-hmm. And now Nike is about to knock ASICs. Um, basically, I, I mean, that right now, because um, I studied this pretty, pretty much, Shoes or running shoes actually have been going down as far as popularity. Right. They're they're not yeah the companies aren't making as much money as they were at one time, mm-hmm. and it seems to be zeroing in on Nike okay. because of the vapor fly next percent. That's what everybody's wearing. Um, ASIC stocks fell three point eight percent. Wow! And they think it's basically because of of the Nike next percent. Okay. Now there, um, I've talked about uh, Ekidens before, right? Yes. Um, so these are, if you've never heard of one, it's like um, a Ragnar on steroids. Mm-hmm. Basically in Japan, it's very, very popular. But there's a big one that they run from Tokyo to Hakun, which is near Mount Fuji. Uh, it's 10-member teams. It's 124 miles, and they do it over two days. Okay. So the 80, oh, hold on, I'm sorry, where is the percentage? Uh, blah, 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 it went from, so ASICs last year, 51 of the runners ran ASICs. This year, only seven. Mizuno, the same thing. But last year, it was 24. Now, it is down to nine that actually use it. And everybody else is running in the Nike next percent. Wow. I'm not running in the Nike next percent. I'm going to buy ASICs just because. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, and, I mean, if somebody knows, you know, can can correct me on this, I don't see ASICs making a whole bunch of dramatic technic technical leaps forward. I think there's going to be a lot of running companies that are within the next year or so. That's going to be, they're going to step their technology up just like Hoka has the, has their, their shoe. That's, that's carbon. That's complete. That's yeah. supposed to be com- incomparable, comparable, excuse me, y'all comparable to the Nike shoe. Of course, I think Nike has a huge lead. Well, I think on also the current company. Yeah, I, I think because you've got the last what? What they say the last five fastest times on a marathon were done mm-hmm. in those shoes, right? I think that they definitely have a lead on it, but I think that I mean, in order for companies to stay stay competitive, competitive on the mm-hmm. float, they're going to have to step up and they're going to have to use some of the, not the exact technology, but they're going to have to get something that's comparable to the Nike shoe. Like, I don't think that that ASICS is going to bow down or anybody's going to bow down and say, all right, Nike, you got it. They're going to come up with something else. I hope so, because it, you need variety. I don't want just one mm-hmm. shoe company, you know, running the world. Basically, right. I, I would like to see a variety because honestly, um, I recently I've been wearing Brooks and I like them, mm-hmm. but you know I, I don't know I, I maybe I will have to put those dikes on. Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, I mean I think it's it's worth it's worth a try. I mean I'm not gonna buy them, but <laughs> I mean because my little four <laughs> percent, the four percent that it would provide me is not gonna be what it needs to be for like for the price. Like I totally understand the people that we know that are yeah. dropping these amazing times and uh-huh. them running in them. You think but I don't sense? really see it makes sense and yeah. logically the money that you're gonna pay for the return. Whereas yeah. for some for I feel for someone like me, the return is not necessarily what you would like. And maybe once I increase my fitness to a better place, it will be worth it. But as of today, yeah, I think so. I will stick with my regular Nikes. <laughs> Okay. I think it's amazing, though. Now, you were saying. Yes. So, Nike is coming out with Nike React Infinity Run Flyknit. So, they had the Nike Reacts that came out um, last year. And they were supposed to be, they were advertised as your bouncy Nike shoe. They had a little foam. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The little foam bubbles and Uh all that stuff. So, they are now coming out with that shoe, but in a stability form. Oh. Which is great because I think myself and a lot of my other run people that I talk to with running, I need a stability shoe. shoe. I'm not a neutral runner. I Mm -hmm. need stability. And I feel like Nike has slid off the grid when it comes to a stability shoe. I think they probably developed some good shoes for people that run with a a neutral gait, but stability Uh they're kind of lacking. Like the Vimeros are neutral shoes, but I could kind of get away with those. But I feel like I need a stability shoe. I can't rock with the Pegasus. They don't work for me. Yeah. So there's a lot of different shoes. So I am excited for this shoe. It comes out on the 9th in a couple days. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's a price tag of 160 
So it's a price tag of 160 but I'm excited, and I think I might put it on my list to get. This is my thing with Nike. Okay. Or Nike, whatever. Um, I don't like, I don't think their shoes last long enough for the amount of money you spend. Okay. And I, I think it depends on your gait. I guess. It does. I mean, I, mean, I do, I, 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 no, I mess some shoes up. I ain't gonna lie to okay. you. The, the way I run, mm-hmm. I, the, the, the um, soles look crazy quickly. Right. Right. So to me, it's just it's just so much money that I'm going to and I got to go buy another pair. No, you're correct. You know, so right. that that's the only thing that bothers me. I would like to try those because I did see those before and mm-hmm. I like the way they look. Right. They and look I was like, sleek I like and slim. Yes. Yeah. And now that they have a stability one, I'm like really excited about them. So, yeah, maybe. Yes. So I, I'm excited about them. So definitely check that out if you're looking for a Nike stability shoe. That would be my first Nike that I purchased in a in a little bit. As I've been an Adidas girl for a while, but I'm still looking for that perfect run shoe. I still have not found it. So Yeah, yeah. And the problem is they change them all the time. I think that's because I actually said I was going to go over and take my take my pair of Brooks that I have been running in mm-hmm. and say, I want two pairs just like this. Right. And I'm and I'm just wondering if they're actually gonna have them, you know? Yeah. You know? And the thing about it is is and this is this something that I've learned is once you find the style that you like and it works for you, buy them up. Yeah. Because even my Adidas that I, I wear now are in Marshalls now. For like thirty bucks, what? and I know it's crazy, but they don't they don't make them anymore. You can't find them on the Adidas website. Okay, but I did find them at Marshalls for like thirty dollars, so I got two pairs because they work for me now. Yeah, but I also understand I'm gonna have to transition to something else in order to get that. Or you can also track check runner uh, running warehouse. Yeah. Uh, running Warehouse is a discount running shoe store, um, and they have a lot of shoes on discount. So definitely check those that website out if you don't if you're not aware of Running Warehouse. They all they all have a lot of, uh, I won't say discontinued shoes, but shoes that may not be out or if they are even kind of have been not really discontinued, but they if they've been out like a year or something like yeah. that, they usually have them on sale on that website. Okay. Okay. Well. Yes. Great episode. All right. I episode hope- 49. Yes. We're about to have the 50th. 50 episode. 50 episodes coming up. Coming up. Wow. So, Indy, if they want to get in touch with you and kind of holler at you about this this uh, cookbook. Yes. How do that? Me. You can find me on Gmail. Um, excuse me. You can email me on Gmail at milesfromindia at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at India Cook and on Instagram at I underscore of underscore Indigo. That's E-N-D-I-G-O underscore runs. And you can find me at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two at gmail.com, um, Instagram, teammate 68 and of course on our Instagram, the, the, run, the run duo, duo. Instagram, mm-hmm. you can DM me there. Also, and I meant to look it up, I forgot, but just Thomas Mitchell, go to Strava, you can find me there, follow me, so you can see, somebody get on there and be like, look, you hey, need to run today, run. you need to go run today, and yes. you know, kudos and all that good stuff. Yeah, so we will see you this weekend at the race. Yes. Y'all make sure you're there. All right. All right, guys, peace.